Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Saranya Kerry. And for the, today's podcast, this is a behind the scenes. And I'm going to take um, Verena's behind the scenes to do this with her permission. So I would like you to know what it takes for me to, what happens before we start recording. So, okay. So I would find someone who I see is in the back science background and I'm interested in their profile and I would like to to know more about them and the story behind what they're currently doing and they don't have to be in academia they can be industry they can be in business but they have a science background or they're actively practicing science or they're applying the science knowledge that they learned in one way or another in their current field and I would want to know their story because this podcast is more about every kind of scientist. Uh, it doesn't have to be in biology, it can be physics, it can be a social scientist, it can be anyone who is in science. And the main thing is to just show how many different things that you can do with a science career and also what other people are doing with the science knowledge that they've learned. So um, once I get a profile, first step, second step, I reach out I normally currently don't easily, like, it's not very common for me to reach out through email. I reach out through social media platforms, and the most commonly used one that I've used is LinkedIn. Um, I also use Twitter once in a while to reach out to people and tell them about the podcast if they're not familiar with the podcast. Sometimes I get a guest who has heard about the podcast, who has been listening to the podcast and is interested to come to the show. And that's another way of how I can how I can get the guest. Um, so once I tell them about the podcast, I tell them what it is about and uh, that I'm interested in them as a host, I don't, I give an example. Yeah, so I give an example of what podcast they can listen to it to get a feel of what I'm talking about if they have not listened to it before. And that is if I'm sure that, like, I think they haven't. Sometimes you find that if you reach out to someone who has, yeah, it's just, just happens. So um, once I do that, um, according to how they respond, some will say, oh, I would like to come in, but this is not the right time for me to be vulnerable or they, they're too busy at that time or maybe I wait up until a certain month. Um, the following up is the issue sometimes because sometimes I list them down, sometimes I forget. Uh, sometimes someone, will, if I forget, they will actually reach out and 
ask if and say that they actually available and that's usually a good thing for me and like it tells me that they actually had me thinking about it but i really avoid to like pressure someone someone will say yes i'll be excited to do it and maybe we'll set a date and maybe that date won't happen or just something comes up or it just happens things just happen so most of the time we become successful we set a date and since i am still an msc student doing my uh my project, I usually do them after work. Like if it's week weekdays, I do it when I'm home, uh, depending on how the lab days goes. But I plan, I usually schedule um, like six onwards so that I have time to finish my lab work, uh, get ready mentally and also it helps me uh, not stay in the lab, if you know what I mean. Like, I have something to go home to. Also, I... Um, hmm. All right. Okay, fine. So once we have this guest and the day has been confirmed and... We have it. I don't like send a link before because my plans are free, <laughs> especially the CleanFeed plan that I talked about in the previous podcast. It's free, so you can only send a link 24 hours before or hours before or some minutes before before recording. So once the time I use a reminder on my Google, uh, um, once I have that in, I contact them to ask if they're still available because I'm more of a spontaneous person. Sometimes I've recorded with people who will be like, okay, if I ask them, can we record now? They're like, sure. And we don't know each other. You just spontaneously record a podcast. And that was one, one of the funnest podcasts I think I've recorded because you, it's just out of, you know, spontaneity. It's not like arranged. So anyway, once the day of the podcast recording arrives, I send a link the CleanFit link, it's an on-browser link where someone doesn't have to upload uh, to download anything to use the platform and I require them to use a headphone. If they don't have a headphone or earphones, then I can't do the recording. Like, it's just hard to do that. Um, there's an option of not recording with a headphone if I'm using Riverside, which is actually a more expensive option that I had talked about before, but I avoid using that because... That's more expensive to me, and I don't like the audio that comes out of it most of the time. But I like that I don't lose my recordings whatsoever unless I have very unstable internet on both ends. And, yeah, that's disrupts with the recording. Anyway, once uh, we have now the – we have the studio, either Riverside or Clinford, we have the headphones that will help to record a crispy interview without echo. Um, and we have the – uh, stable internet, yeah, and and a Chrome browser. Then we are ready to go. So I send them the link uh, either on WhatsApp, depending on how you've connected WhatsApp, Twitter, or still LinkedIn. I had to do that on email, unless someone insists that it's easier for them. I connect and ask what platform. I don't like restrict what platform someone would use. I'll prefer someone using a phone because it's it becomes less 
it feels informal when you're having a discussion of a phone. You feel it feels informal. There's that informal feel. At the same time, I like in case the phone is picking up the audio of the phone, then it has better audio as compared. It has a better microphone as compared to a computer microphone, according to me. I don't know how true that is. It's just a perception that I have. Um, once I have um. Yeah, we are connected. Uh, we have we don't have really a chat. Really, it's just um, I would if someone would want me to introduce myself because most of the time they don't know me much about me. So I introduce myself and I'll see what the podcast is about. And sometimes I don't do that. It's just oh, how was your day? Uh, if they respond to that, that is it. Just it depends. It's just small very minimal small talk just to make sure the the main aim is to make sure that the audio is working well there's no drop offs or drop offs of the audio and how loud how loud they are or i want to test if the internet is okay just a little chat before we start doing the the recording so i tell them are they okay like i just tell them it's okay to not think about the background so much of if they have, especially if they, their mothers or fathers who are taking care of a young one and if it happens that they want their attention, it's okay for them to go ahead or to very break the, the recording in the middle to attend to something so that people don't feel pressure that they're in this place and <laughs> I don't like the formality that comes with it. So I also inform them that it's a very informal conversation. They don't have to be in a hurry. Of course, the uh, the podcast is supposed to be a minimum of ten minutes, but I huh, I usually do it more than ten minutes. Um, like most of the time, because I I let them know that there's no hurry on how many how fast they answer the questions. There's no pressure. They it's just just talk and there's no limit to what they can say. So normally after that, um, after the long conversation, uh, of course I ask the journey, they let them ask them to introduce themselves. Like that's the main format, introduce themselves. And I'll ask more questions depending on if I'm curious to know more about it or just depends. It just depends on how they answer the question and what I'm not, it's not clear. Um, or what I find more interesting to talk about. Then after that, um, I'll let them uh, tell the story to where they are, like the journey that took them to where they are right now. Then I will tell them to, uh, or usually I usually tell them before, sometimes I tell them before the recording that they can always mention the highs and lows while telling the story. Um, but sometimes... If you feel like uh, maybe they haven't mentioned as much or they they weren't, um, it wasn't clear to them on how to do it, I asked them to mention the highs and lows later after that whole story. After that, I asked them about their hobbies just to humanize them and to let them know they can talk about any other thing. I also let them know that these, they can talk about any other subject in relation to science that they want to talk about or in relation to them as a scientist that they want to put out there and discuss. Oh, I also tell them to, uh, to, uh, 
to answer questions that I didn't ask during the interview, that is. And also, I normally ask them how they feel after the interview has finished. I usually do that. Um, but of recent, I've started putting, I don't know, sometimes I used to put that in, sometimes I used to pick that out. But this, uh, I've tried so much to just put that response in because most of the time after this response it goes into a very you know um out of the podcast conversation that they probably didn't want into it on record or we hadn't discussed it to be on record or just just a by the way conversation or yeah because that normally happens where after the maybe two hour one hour 45 minutes or even less than that or even more than that conversation I I just let them know that the podcast is over and they have a chance to, to log off if they want to log off, but I don't like being in a hurry to let them log off. Depends on how I feel like they're in a hurry because before the uh, podcast, I ask them how much time. If I feel like they're in a hurry to do something else, I, I ask them how much time do we have for them to proceed to the other things. So normally after that, it's just cut off and they just go. Or sometimes if someone is not so much in a hurry, we'll just talk about other things and just connect and just talk to, talk about any other thing that, you know, it's not necessarily on the podcast, right? So um, I'm going to give an example. There's a very long explanation. I'm going to give an example of this using Verena's interview, and I hope you get what I'm trying to get at. You're rubbing your hands? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're cold. Can you Are hear you that? No? Yeah, yeah. You're feeling cold? No, 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 I was just scratching my palm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> oh. How was your day? Oh, it was a very busy day. Mm. Had lots to do. Lots of mm. meetings, lots of stuff due. <laughs> mm. I'm busy working on like a um, a pretty big course at the moment, actually. Mm. Um, and we just closed our call for applications. And so I was just, there was lots of stuff to do for that. Um, we got like 2,000 applications. And so I had to sort them and... Mm get everything ready for, for the selections. and It's, it's just a busy time. Mm. Okay. How was your day? You had a busy day. <laughs> uh, mine was less... <laughs> mine was not busy at all. I Really? Yeah, I, I woke up feeling very... Uh, in low energy demotivated and all like I had I didn't have energy to do anything so I woke up late I woke up early but I just stayed in bed did nothing did a little nothing yeah Mm. uh, I briefly went to the lab and back and it's good you took a bit of time out though Mm. it's good you took a little bit of time out um Mm. It's always good to take a bit of time out when you're feeling like that. Yeah. But it is not as unfruitful like the whole day, but uh, 
like what I would have normally done would be a lot in that day, but I did a normal days student thing that I should have been doing the the other days. Just that <laughs> it was weird for me. Oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> a break is always good though, um, especially yeah. if you're feeling like super super low energy. You're usually mm. not that productive when you're trying to work when you feel like that anyway. So I mean, yeah, not, not necessarily a bad thing <laughs> that you took a break. Am I too loud? No, not at all. Why? Okay. I'm using a mic, so I was just wondering how no, not at all. comfortable it is on your ears. Uh, all right, so can we... No, sounds fine. <laughs> okay. so, to... so sometimes your audio goes off, drops off, I'm not sure. Uh, why? You're using the notes from yesterday. It seems fine on my end, actually. Mm. I don't know. I'm to be dropping in. Your audio is not dropping on my end this time. Mm. Um, let me just see if I... I, I do have a few things open. Um, I'm just going to shut oh, okay. everything okay. down quickly. Mm. Just see if that helps. I'm not sure if this is going to help, but I hope it does. Okay, I have nothing open but my browser. Mm. And my internet seems pretty good. It seems, it says excellent strength. And I have a pretty good line, though. I've got mm. download speed and then, uh, and then make upload speed, which is... It's, Fast. It's not too slow. Is it dropping while I speak? Or is it more like when I stop speaking? In the middle of speaking, so it's not like when you've been quiet and it drops. It's just when you're just talking, then there's a moment where you're silent, but I catch the words later, but they're faster later. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, so maybe I should also just speak very slowly. Hi. <laughs> 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 that will be, you'll be, be too conscious of yeah, that's what true. you're saying. Anyway, I think my, my download speed is too, it's too low. It's too MBPS. My upload speed is six. Let me switch off these things. I don't know, maybe it's a good idea. So you were still working before we had this call? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I was doing a lot of nothing, just watching movies. And uh, <laughs> I, I was watching a movie while reading a paper. So I finished it. It has given me good ideas, so <laughs> at least it wasn't for nothing. <laughs> No, I feel like I, I might actually just take a day next week or maybe a couple of days and just try and do nothing. I've also been feeling super, super low on energy and I feel like mm -hmm. I'm running on fumes for a while now. <laughs> oh. 
there's a it's it's smoking there's a lot of smoke sorry there's a like you're saying you're running on fumes so these mm. uh, the engines are yeah they've not been cleaned for a while <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> if it's clogged up <laughs> i think now it's better maybe it was me okay Okay, we're going to start um, okay. this conversation. And I, since I don't want to pretend that I am so excited, um, I won't sound like that <laughs> because I don't know how to pretend. <laughs> no, no, no. No problem. Yeah, Just be yourself. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was looking forward to this conversation and uh, it's kind of, I... I'm diving into it, not going where, not knowing where it, it will end to, but I'm excited to know where it ends to. No, me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start the podcasts, then okay. I'll let you in, so that sure. I have an easier time editing. It's the lazy part of me. <laughs> no, no, no problem. <laughs> if you noticed when doing that recording uh, there was some noise or echo coming from my side and it wasn't because I didn't have headphones but it's because of the head uh, microphone that I was using at the time. I still have the microphone anyway. Um, so the microphone is a condenser microphone and it picks a lot. It picks a lot. I bought that microphone at about 10,000 Kenyan shillings. And it picks, it's a Boya microphone. It picks a lot from the environment. It needs a very quiet, like a studio setup, a very quiet environment to do to use that mic properly without so much. And since it was in the highest gain so that um, she could hear me properly, I, uh, my, my, and I, I couldn't hear as, her as loud. I don't know how to say this. I just to my mic uh, i couldn't hear her as loud so i put my headphones on high and you could hear the microphone through like you you could hear um i don't know how to explain that you would hear myself record her through my headphones while still recording her like there are two double recordings on that so what i normally do when that happens it's something that has been happening for a while and it usually disturbs uh or rather frustrates me when I'm editing. And uh, I've tried different methods. There's so much learning that has come to, you know, um, processing audio after that, because most of the time I try to process the, like quality-wise, not in terms of content-wise, because I try to maintain as much as possible the way it was, unless these are very huge uh, silence that happened because of a cutoff or something, or there is a part that needed to be cut out because it wasn't necessary, like it was not part of the recording at all. Or sometimes I just put it in, it just depends. Or um, there is, I don't know, there's just something that distorts the audience some sort of way. That's when I'll cut it out. But I avoid that. I only remove the background, of which I, I've just removed the background and I retained everything else that came with that recording. Um, I was supposed to maintain the background then I don't know on editing and I don't to redo this. I'll show you what with another example what having background noise, white noise that it can be really annoying 
compared to not having it. I don't remove every single background because, you know, it doesn't seem real. Um, but, yeah, I try as much as possible to do that. The other thing is sometimes you'll record something and the second time you try to record, the first time you try to record it, something happens, maybe just some technical issues that happen. And it can be pretty annoying and it can really affect how the recording proceeds. And there's some uh, guests who would wish to re-record, like Verena asked to re-record, and I liked her patience for that. Like, oh, that that, that was amazing. You know, um, we, we never had a conversation like one-on-one. -on -one. It was someone else who had a conversation with her. And there were certain questions that I wanted to ask, and I'm glad that I was able to do that. But with our previous recording, we were using Riverside, and it didn't really work with us. So this time around, we used clean feet. Like, sometimes just things just <laughs> don't work. And I don't know why. It's just weird. Anyway, um, the other thing that I'd like to mention is, I don't know if I mentioned it here, but once the recording is done, normally I ask for informal photos. That is very important to me. They have to be informal photos. Um, but if someone doesn't get informal photos of themselves or not, maybe it's not willing to, maybe, I don't know, no, no one has ever said, they can give formal photos because not everybody is as comfortable to do that because that's part of being vulnerable. Like putting informal photos of yourself in a kind of formal <laughs> space. Like, I don't know. I feel like people still treat it as a formal space. It's a very vulnerable thing. So seeing someone sending their informal photos, it's just amazing. I really appreciate them for that. So I don't, like most of the time, I don't own any rights to the photos that I use. They're photos that have been sent by the um, the people that, uh, the guests on this podcast. Anyway, uh, if you have any questions regarding a recording of this podcast and what goes into it, please ask. Oh, I forgot to mention that about the microphone. I had to buy a new microphone. So because I knew, as much as you can hear, I mean, making some noise with it. Um, uh, normally before I was using a boy mic, as I mentioned, and it had a stand that I could just put on the table. But I, since I record from my bed, I usually put it on, on the side of like where I'm seated. And that means I have to increase the gain. And that means it is speaking so much of the environment. Um, but anyway, we have been managing with that. So as I told you, the other things that come with recording that mic and whatever, I had to buy a new mic because I'm moving back. Possibly I'll be moving back home. Um, and I know there's a lot of noise at home. So I wanted something that I can manage to use like on real time basis, not like I have to edit it out later. I don't want, um, so much distractions. Of course, there will be distractions, but I don't want so much distractions that will make someone's thoughts when telling a story just to veer off. So I invested on a mic and I took it as a present for myself for my birthday because I just turned 26 some days ago, three days ago, right? And uh, yeah, I bought a Shure mic, one of the best mics, legendary mics uh, on the market, but I didn't buy the one... The, the SMB7, SMB, the, the broadcast mic, I bought 
a newer version of it that is digital because I only have my laptop to use. I don't have the audio interface. I don't know the cloud lifter. That's more expensive to it. And it was actually like three ta- two times more expensive than this one. So nearly two times. Nearly two times expensive more than this one. And I thought, why well, have a very complicated mic? Um, yes, it's a better mic, but why well, have a complicated mic? Yet I can have the same version, but in a digital way, you know. So it's the same thing. It's just people say there's a difference in the voice, but if there's no much difference in the voice, just like the way it can, turns out anyway. And the way it's easy to plug in. But when I had bought the mic, I realized I needed a stand. Like, it's something that can't stand on its own, you know. So I had to buy a a floor stand that can extend to my bed so that I can easily move it out when I'm done with the recording. And it can only stay, it always stays at the side of my bed. (laughs) Always. Like, it's always there. I just push it just around and, yeah, there's that. So that's one of the other developments when it comes to <sighs> recording this. So I might hear some pop sounds um, because it's too close, but I'm trying to work on and just find a way of working with it. Um, also bought headphones. I My headphones got destroyed, so I bought new headphones um that were wired and um i don't know i've I've just i'm trying to figure it out and see the limitations of it and all that you know sometimes you wear headphones and you listen to someone for so long and your ears start hurting because of how the headphones are so uncomfortable so there's so much that i've learned through this process and i'm grateful for the people who have been able to help me in one way or another to uplift this podcast and also grateful for the guests that have come in. So one of the new things that I've been introducing, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, is having the how I use of the previous um, people that have been on the podcast. And if you have, if you have anyone in mind who would like to ask questions, please send an audio message uh, using the link uh, on the show notes and I'll be able to ask those people that question in addition to the how are you. <laughs> 